episode three. I'm exci- here. I'm excited for this one, bro. So I think we should start off with like the shout outs. Oh, 100%. I mean, you know? I think we're having a common theme here. There's a trend. <laughs> okay. Shout out hmm. to Bavaria, Germany. Yup. Okay. South Germany. South Germany. Like when I open up the analytics and I see the locations. Yep. The names that I'm seeing, I would never expect them in my life. We had Indonesia last week. Random. Super random. Random. Germany this week. What? They're showing love, bro. What'd you say last week? We swim in international International waters. waters. (laughs) I loved that. I loved that. And uh, and and that's what's happening right now. Yep. So shout out Germany, Bavaria. We also much love. Sh- hey, we got to shout out your sister. We finally using a legit mic. Yep. So hopefully this shit sounds good. But let us know. And the only way you can let us know is making sure you like and subscribe. Yes, please, <laughs> please. We need that. We need that. We need that. A lot of people are listening to our shit on Apple Podcasts, bro. Yeah. So Spotify, you cannot leave a review. You cannot rate. You cannot, you can't really basically, only thing you can fucking do is follow us, which make sure to do that as well. But on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe, you can leave a review, you can leave a rating, and we need everyone to do that shit. Please do it. If you are not doing that shit, catch these hands. <laughs> you ain't you, you aren't even lying bro like straight up if you're listening if you're listening to this podcast show us some love hell yeah know, bro please do it please do it episode three we're here and i feel like even before we get into that shit i gotta ask you a random ass question so as you know i was like fucking driving around today I, so i went to target i went to fries i went to walmart and i went to best buy are you i feel like there's two types of people bro when they pull up into a parking lot are you trying to park close to the entrance so you could get in that motherfucker as fast as possible? Or are you finding the shade, which means you might have to park a little further down, but the car is going to be colder when you come back? Just the way that you're phrasing this question, I already know your answer. <laughs> and our answer is a line. <laughs> so my mother and some significant others of mine in the past mm-hmm. hate what I do in parking lots. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally go. As far as I need to, to find a spot that's just easy to park, and I have no problems parking, okay? Mm -hmm. But I'm not over here trying to squeeze my way into a spot unless I absolutely have to, one. I hate giving the indicator, bro. Oh, I I never do that. Two, I need some fucking shade, man. Fuck parking near the door, bro. I got legs. I got knees. They work. We could all use, there's not a single one of us here that can't use more exercise. Okay, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, bro. I knew that. I, I park in the shade. I find that fucking shade. And the reason why is because my first car was not even a car. It was a truck. It was a Ford Ranger 1999. You still have that, by the way. Yes, sir. I love that fucking truck. We and used to it, call it the Rari because it felt like a fucking <laughs> Ferrari growing up. It's hard to say it. It's stick shift. It does not have an AC. Fucking old school as it can fucking be bro it has it has gray hair i remember hydroplaning in that motherfucker (laughs) on multiple occasions real shit man because of that like it's just instinct like i'm just looking for shade i'm just looking for shade yeah um that's some random ass shit that just came to my mind right now i don't have anything random you were you were hooping uh yesterday earlier today too okay 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 yeah you know 
I you were with the twins, you were with Book Joe, you were I was with, with the whole squad today, actually. Yep. You know, we played some football, played some basketball. It, it was good. You know, we've been playing, we've played some football and soccer lately, but basketball is my first love. That's wifey. Always yep. has been, always will be. And you know, I, I I've had some lower back problems recently where it's been tough to hoop like I used to. Mm. But today, man, I felt good. You look at these, you look at LeBron James, you look at all these athletes, mid 30s, Chris Paul, Ray John Rondo. They're still doing it. Yeah. You Would know. you ever go vegan? I, I no, not for me. I couldn't. You know, CP3 is like hell, like, yo, vegan, blah, blah, blah. And I respect it. It's it tough. does reduce inflammation. Of course it does. But look, at the end of the day, man, I don't get paid to go play basketball on the laptop. <laughs> I don't get paid to go play basketball at 24 hour fitness. That's not my job. Mm. There's some people who yeah. are like, this is fucking life. Like, look, it's not. It's They live for that like 12 a.m. hoop session. I can't relate. Right. I, I, I enjoyed hooping at 12 a.m. when I was slightly younger and I would still do it today if I can. I just I don't have the luxury to do that like I used to. However, you're right. There are people who do that. And shout out to them, man. You do what you got to do. You do what mm. you love. Like, I, who am I to comment on that? Yeah. If that's what you want to do, fucking go for it. I just. The, the, where I am today in life, I can't relate. I, I don't want to play against those people, though, because those people bro, they go too hard. I'm gonna get yeah, injured. And I, exactly, it's not it's not worth it for me to get injured right now. <laughs> Fuck that! I I don't want to play against you, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> you know they they, they they didn't have separate gyms for motherfuckers like that. All right, I'm not. I'm not 18 anymore. I'm not 22 anymore. They on some Jonin shit. Whatever the Jonin. <laughs> shout out. But um. But look, man, to mm. people like that, good for you. And I and I really yeah. mean that. Good for you to be able to, you know. How I look at people is, man, like, if you have a genuine passion and a drive, and I don't care what it is for. Mm. If you have a passion and a drive for something and you continue to perfect your craft, hone your craft, and you do it, I have respect for you. I don't want to play against you, but same. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's your dub of the week, bro? Dub of the week. Hmm. iPhone 12 came out. I think I might have to buy it. Yeah. Well, and honestly, not because I really care about the iPhone 12. You just I, need a new. I phone, need a new bro. phone. I have the iPhone 8, man. Yeah. My apps are crashing. Mm -hmm. Shit is getting slow. I'm like, it's getting annoying. It's time. <laughs> it's time for an upgrade. So you know, you 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 told me the dub of the week for me. My dub of the week is new phone. iPhone 12 is out. Why? I like that, not? bro. What about you? Before we started the pod. Remember we were talking about the planet series and shit like that. Oh, so my dub of the week, yeah. bro, is gonna be David Attenborough. Shout he has a new him. he has a new documentary on Netflix. That's my dub of the week. We'll is save that it. guy really ninety three years old? Ninety three. That's crazy. Has a passion bro. for life. You could hear it in his voice. Bro. No, no, he genuinely means that shit, and you could tell. Like, and this might be a theme today. Passion. I just had no idea he was ninety three. Hey, bro, have you ever talked to a female? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not even gonna say female, woman. There's some women that do not like being referred to as a female, bro. Yeah, I, I've realized that. I mean, I have no problem if you call me a male, but we, it's just never done. Or at least I don't know. Like, I don't think like women get together and they're like, "Oh, you talked to that male the other day." Yeah, no, you're right. You know, right. yeah, and that's true. Men, like we as men, we do we do tend to say female. Like that's weird, but whatever. I mean, I just did it right now. Yeah, but like you know, how, like. Have you ever talked to a, like a woman and she's been like, "Oh, I feel like a, I'm an old soul." Yeah, I feel like a lot of them. <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you just saying that because you relate heard, to that?" 
honestly, bro, I, I don't think they really believe their old souls. I think they've heard someone else say yeah. it. Because, like, I hear <laughs> not, not just women. I hear men say that as well. And someone, like, I hear some people say I'm an old soul. You heard a dude say that shit? Hell yeah. And what not, motherfucker not saying the, that not, shit, bro? Not to the extent as a woman. Huh. Bro, people say, do people talk out their ass, No, man? but, like, is it, like, is it maturity or is it, like, I'm an old soul? I don't think there's a I difference. Don't, I don't think that, from my experience, I don't think they're talking about maturity. I think they really mm. mean they're like an old soul. Like they like vintage yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with that, but like I'm not going to be over here like I'm not an old soul. I, if I'm, Neither am I. Yeah, honestly, I think I have like an imagination of an eight-year-old. Like You do. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> Straight up, you nailed it. What else, bro? Oh, just some random ass shit. Hmm. You seen the Trump rally? How he came out, he's like... Oh, he wants to kiss the guys? Yeah. Now they say I'm immune. I can feel... I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and um, everybody. I'll just give you a big fat kiss. Dude, that shit had me rolling, bro. <laughs> Tell me you didn't see the audience. <laughs> Pin drop silence like... Uh, uh, like, huh? What? Really? No way. No way. Everybody's looking at you like, no, he did not. No. Uh, Mike Pence was somewhere in the background, like, wrong crowd. Uh, Mike Pence was like, fuck. We are anti gay. He was like, fuck. <laughs> so we're not in California, Donald. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this conversation that Molly and I are going to have today. I think it's truly, truly, truly. For the audience yep. and y'all really gonna get to know us today yeah. which i'm so excited about because i didn't even realize like this is episode three this might have this maybe should have been episode one shout out to my sister yep you're, she she was the one that was like yo share a little bit more about your personal yep. shit and she's a hundred percent right you listening to us we're gonna listen to you so what we did is we reached out to the audience and we asked them to just send us a bunch of questions right we want y'all to get to know us. So these are people from Texas, California, Germany, Indonesia, Mars, Neptune. Hey, man. Hey, the pace that we're going, we might be... <laughs> you said we're swimming international waters. We might be swimming galaxy waters. Interstellar, Interstellar waters. Interstellar waters. There you go. Interstellar waters. I can't wait for our space episode. Is that season one? Season two? Who knows? Oh, shit. Tangent. But the name of this next segment is You Asked, We Answered. get to these questions molly hell yeah bro hey some of these questions they were they I, I was like who the fuck comes up with this type of shit bro listen i don't have answers <laughs> i don't have answers for all these questions like hey, my, freestyle no that, that's what i'm gonna do i yeah. might sound uh, it might not even be 100 eh, that's a lie it's gonna be accurate <laughs> but it's i don't i was looking at some of these i'm like bro i don't fucking know <laughs> like oh. y'all hear it y'all hear it all right I'm going to ask you this question first, bro. Okay. How did you guys meet? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's comedy. <laughs> and I did see this question earlier, so I know what I'm going to say. So we met eighth grade yep. in middle school. Yep. Um, I had already gone to this middle school from a year before. This guy was a new kid on the block. Quiet. Well, quiet. He was quiet. He was to himself. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just what he was. Yeah. And... I don't remember the exact detail what it was, but essentially it was 
get in a group, pick your own seats. I'm going to sit at a seat. I'm like, it's time to sit down. Yeah. All of a sudden, this guy's right there. I get up, he's right there. His fucking binder and his notebook, his notepad is there. <laughs> and I'm like, hey man, like, I was sitting here. You're, this guy tries to flex on me, right? <laughs> like, I'm not moving. My stuff is here. <laughs> I would not remember that unless you said it right now. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what I said. I, look, I said, this bitch ass motherfucker <laughs> has the nerve to take my seat and act like his shit's been there. <laughs> and I don't even know the kid. It's probably my first interaction with him. Oh, right? shit. And I remember just feeling like, man, I want to punch this guy's teeth out. <laughs> I was calm. I was all right. I don't even think I made him get up. I think I, I think I, I think he punked me. He, he fucking <laughs> sat down there. He no. kept it. He I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you kept your seat. But you know what though? He wasn't who he is today. Yeah. Right. He wasn't fully built out yet. He was a skinnier guy. He was short. Like short as fuck. It's one bro. of those guys. Like I sort of got out a blown on him, and he would have fucking <laughs> flew to Mars. Right. But you know what it was that that leads to this friendship to this day. This motherfucker had heart. Yeah, and he bro. wasn't scared of me, who at that time could probably knock him out. <laughs> at that time, right? Oh, but this motherfucker fuck. had the heart to to step up and say, "Nah, I'm sitting here." <laughs> and he became my best friend. Like that type of friendship origin story belongs in an anime, <laughs> <laughs> like real shit, bro. If you, you are like the it, Naruto. Oh hell no, <laughs> dog. <laughs> That's a compliment. We're gonna get into our anime shit. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell my version of it. I transfer schools and I come from a school that is definitely more diverse Yeah. versus this new school. I get to this new school. It's all Asians and it's all Indian people, bro. And everyone is nerdy as fuck. The fact of the situation is we both were in a place that we really didn't belong. I've always been comfortable in isolation. Yep. Like I'm, I have a wild imagination. I could live in that shit 24 seven. It does not matter to me. If I have 10 people around me or if I have zero people around me, um, that's just the way my mind works. But I remember we, I think this was the start of the second semester. Uh, that I don't remember. I don't remember when it was. I think it's the start of the second semester, brother. I feel like it was before that, man. You might be right. But I remember the name of our teacher was Miss Davis. She was I, dope. I liked he, her. She was dope. She's kind of cute. She was. Hey, where uh, you at? <laughs> Hey, we're grown now. <laughs> Hell yeah, the beards are there. Oh, man. From what I remember is like, maybe I went to the bath. Maybe I'm somewhere else, but I come back to my desk and some of your shit is on my desk. Yeah. And I was just like, some of your shit's on my desk. And you were like, so what if it is? Is that? No. <laughs> no. It's the opposite, bro. You weren't like, oh, let me get this shit off your desk, bro. You weren't like that. I thought your shit was where I was sitting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bend and twist the story. And we didn't even get into like a crazy argument. It no. kind of stopped right then and there. Because we had to focus on the fucking assignment at hand. But I just remember after that, bro, within a week, we became like fucking best friends. Well, well, you earned my respect right then and there. But that's how we met, bro. We met in eighth grade. We almost fucking got into it. And we were just like, all right, he a real one. I'm a real one. And then within like two weeks, we were fucking homies. Good homies too. And we had a little squad at that school now that I think about it. Good we were times. the misfits of that school. Let's get we to another question, man. 
if your best friend had to change one thing about you, mm-hmm. what would it be? I don't even have to think about this for longer than two seconds. Ooh, interesting. I'm too stubborn and have too much pride. No, motherfucker. It's what would you change about me? Oh. And this is actually a good thing that just can turn bad. So this is my answer. Double-edged sword. It's a, there you go. You get in this zone where you're so gung-ho about something, hmm. whatever it is, a new project, a relationship, yeah. a random fucking topic. It doesn't matter what it is. You go not 100%. You're not 110%. You're 1,000% in it. <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. And that's all you do. You don't yeah. give yourself time to breathe. You don't give yourself time to do other things. Hmm. And it's a good thing that you have that strive and you have that motivation, but I feel like you're missing out on things. Yeah. And I feel like I've said this to you in other words in the yeah, past, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think that's your, that's this your biggest thing. Dope, I would though, bro. That's like, a you, question right there. You said this type of shit to me, bro. Yeah. But hearing it like that is different. It hits I don't think different. I've ever said it like that. Yeah. Before. It hits different. I don't think I've ever said it like that. Yeah. I appreciate that, bro. hundred percent. If there's one thing that I had to change about you, and I think you're actually changing this a lot, bro. Ooh, ooh, I like that. I just wish that you were fucking less stubborn at times and more open-minded to try new shit. This is something that I'm actively seeing change before my eyes. That's real. I don't know. Would we have done this podcast June? Would we have done this podcast in May? The funny thing is, I feel like we talked about it. We did, but would we but have executed? We weren't, we weren't executing shit. Would we take that first step in the battle? No. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. But no, that's real. I, I, Perfect segue to our next question, though, What's brother? your next question? If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Yeah. Uh, real question. I had to think about this for a second because, honestly, and I'm not just saying this just because it's, you know, my parents... But they did a fucking amazing job. Salute. Raising me. And they did an amazing job as parents. So it was hard for me to think, like, what could they have done different? But when I really thought about it, there were some that really stuck out to me. Yeah. And honestly, Molly, like, you can relate to this. Mm-hmm. As being immigrants from, from Southeast Asia, right? Yeah. Your family's from Punjab. You know, my family's from Nepal. We have this thing, you know, called caste systems, right? The mm. caste system. And I'm not going to go too much into detail about it because I want to talk about it in more detail at another time. The thing is, you mentioned open-minded. And you mentioned mm. that about me earlier, right? Yeah. So just, ju- ju- just for the audience, we have this thing called a caste system in our countries where it's almost like racism, but it's it's presented in a way that you could look like the other person, but based on their last name, oh, this person, oh, they belong to this. Based off of the family they were born into. Yeah. Yeah. Something you cannot control. Yeah. No matter how much of a gem that person is. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. So they always wanted me to settle down with a person in that same cast. Hmm. And growing up, I was naive. I was like, yeah, yeah, mom, yeah, dad, I want to do whatever. Sure, whatever you guys want. But growing up, that started to become a struggle for me. Hmm. Because I'll I'll meet these different women. I'll meet whoever it is. And I'm like, yo, like, what they're, what they're doing, I don't necessarily agree with. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's, that's not what I'm trying to do. Right? Yeah. 
And it's just something that they were never open-minded about and always made it difficult for us. Mm. Especially my mother. She's very prideful. She's very proud of where she comes from. Mm. So she wanted, she always, she always had this vision for her son that like, oh yeah, boom, he, he, he's going to do this with this. It's going to, like, she had the perfect fairy tale in her head. And it's because that shit was passed down to her. I don't blame her. Right. But you got to get with the times. Yeah. You got to get with the you times. You in America now, mama. Yeah. You in America. Like I'm raised here. Yeah. Like it, it's different. Right. Mm. And I feel like that's like, that's affected my relationships. Right. Yeah. What, what, whether it was intentionally or not, like that, that, that has happened to me. And, and it's, unfor- it's very unfortunate, but as I've gone older, hmm. I've taken a stand to that and, and, and I've already made it clear, like, this is not going to be the case. And it sucks. Cause the last thing you want to do as a son or just as a child, uh, as a child is disappoint your parents and go against them. The chances of meeting that one person that's going to be fucking exactly match is so rare. You're 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 putting yourself in the smallest box possible instead of opening that box and letting your wings fly. It's like you don't even have 2020 vision, but you're hoping for a shooting star. So to summarize, it's almost like mom, dad, be more open-minded. Exactly, just like you said to me. Same question to you, my brother. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I wish they had imparted financial intelligence at a younger age. Let me know what the system is. I'm smart enough to game the system, but you could have given me those you could have given me those breadcrumbs at a younger age. I could handle it. And be clear about the expectations. Those expectations are now coming into the discussions today, and they're very difficult to juggle and deal with. Had they been the conversation when I was 13, 14, I could have handled it back then. My shoulders are broad for a reason. All right. Next question for you, Molly. Mm-hmm. If you had a warning label, what would yours say? That's a creative question, bro. That's a dope one. Excessively sarcastic with an imagination that goes a million miles an hour. And warning, the warning, uh, keep up. Ooh, I like that. What about you, bro? For me, I think it's just very straightforward. Don't bullshit me because I'll fucking detect that shit and I'll cut you off. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know. I just have a knack for reading it right off the bat. Like if I yeah. meet somebody, I know they're going to either be good or bad for me right off the bat. I don't need multiple conversations. I know it right from, right from the get go. Yeah. You know, a skeevy ass motherfucker from a genuine person. bro. Yep. That was a good question. Hey, shout out. That was a good question. When is a time you felt the most embarrassed? Uh, it took me a second, but <laughs> I have uh, a funny story, man. I don't think a lot of people know this. Story. This is an exclusive. Oh, this is an exclusive. <laughs> oh shit! And, and hopefully, a lot of these are exclusives. By the way, <laughs> this is a story from fourth grade. Hmm. I'm going way back, man. We were doing. It's called SSR. I don't even remember what that means. Besides silent, I think sustained silent reading. Pin drop signs in the fucking class. We're fucking fourth graders. Everybody's just reading. There was a cute little girl next to me. Right. Her name was Hannah. Hannah, she was cute, you know. Cute. I'm fourth grader, uh, Ooh, whatever. Fourth grade, Hannah. We're reading and all that. All uh, of a sudden, I got a sneeze coming. Oh no! And whatever you sneeze, you say bless you. Then thank you for that, right? Yeah. I sneeze. Oh no! You know what's coming. As I sneeze, I do the loudest fart you could ever imagine. Oh right? no! <laughs> and everybody looks at me, right? 
You know, motherfucker, like, what the fuck do I do? Right? Oh, shit. I had a pen on my desk. Mm. I purposely dropped it to the ground. I crawled under my desk, acting like I'm looking for that pen. Uh-uh. <laughs> Trying to change the narrative, right? Where's Waldo? Right? Like, I can't look at the person next to me and act like they farted. Hannah knows, <laughs> Hannah knows it was me. <laughs> right? I can't play that. I can't play that card. Oh, so, like, what do I do? I just dropped a pen. My face is red. I'm so embarrassed. And naturally, if you drop a pen, you pick it up. You come right back to your desk. I sat under that bitch for God knows how long. Why? Because you a real ass motherfucker for sharing that shit, bro. Straight oh, up, man. Shit, straight, dog. Up, bro. straight up, man. That was, to this day, the most embarrassing moment of my life. The question is, who is in your thug's mansion, your top five thug's mansion list? Hey, bro. This is a real ass question, bro. And it's tough. You have to really think about it, right? So, like, give some context of why. He's like, what's a thug's mansion list for people who don't know what that shit is? It's the people that you're just going to sit down on a fucking round table. This is afterlife shit. Afterlife. People who are not here anymore. Yeah. So when we think Thug's Mansion, it's someone who's gone from this world. Yeah. Tell me five that you want to have. You want to sit down and have a conversation <laughs> oh, with. Man. And you want to pick their brain. All right. Um, I think I'm going to end with the person that is going to be on both of our lists. Okay. So number one, I already for, know who that is. Yeah, for number number one for me is gonna be Einstein. Yep. Number two is Marie Curie. I love her story, bro. So this was at a time in science where women were not recognized for their work. Her husband was gonna be rewarded the Nobel Prize for science. He rejected that shit and said, "If you're not gonna give it to my wife, I'm not accepting this shit." I love the fact that Marie Curie is actually in our textbooks. And it's, one of, the, yeah, it's one of the good things that you learn in school. You know what the dopest shit is, bro? Einstein looked at her like a big sis. The way Einstein talked to her and everything was like, he was looking at her in awe like a big sister, bro. Einstein is a fucking legend. Einstein, Marie Curie, number three, Maharaja Ranjit Singh. This was one of the fucking OG kings of the Sikh empire was one of the most successful empires ever in history. And I'm not gonna, a lot of people know about that. This is the first time hearing about it. Yeah. And I have a lot of Punjabi friends, but I've never heard this before, actually. Wow. Um, number four, number four, Abraham Lincoln. Number five, Kobe Bryant. Fucking interesting crew, but just to recap, one, Einstein. Two, Marie Curie. Three, Maharaja Ranjit Singh. Four, Abraham Lincoln. Five, Kobe motherfucking Bryant. So I thought we were gonna have two of the same people in our in our thugs mansion list, and that's okay. And, and I'm just gonna start where you left off. Kobe, Bean, Bryant, the number one greatest, most influential person in my life, and that's someone who I did not know personally. It's hard to have somebody influence the influence the way that you grew up, the way that you dedicated your own craft, without ever speaking to them. Actually, that's a lie. I did speak to Kobe Bryant. The day that it happened, I told, I, I was on the phone, because I was in LA, right, going to school. I'm talking to my pops, my sister, my mom's all on speakerphone. My sister is doing the play-by-play, writing every single note of what I'm telling her. Huh. Right after it happens, huh. sends me that email. So I'll never forget every single detail of that. But the point is, I think we both feel some type of way about Kobe Bryant. It just, that just happened to happen. 
Another guy I just have to start with just because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be relevant is Nipsey Hussle. The thing is, there's two people that died in the last two years that had the biggest impact in my life that I did not even really know personally. I didn't know them personally at all. I, I never met Nipsey. I met Kobe, had a brief conversation with him, but I didn't know, like Kobe didn't know me. You know what I'm saying? So like those two, like, like Nip, he was just a different breed. Another guy, Julius fucking Caesar. Ooh. Right? Like that guy, like building that Roman Empire, like he was a leader of men. Like I would love to pick his brain. I would love to talk about it. The next guy on my list. By the way, you number six on my list. I better be fucking. <laughs> Nip is seven. I'm six. You my number six, man. Um, you could just be a fly on the wall with those two, bro. I'm a sponge. Yeah, like, fly on the wall, I'm a sponge. Whatever. Like, Nip is going to ask the right questions. Oh, that's such a... At the oh end of the day, God, as bro. confident as we are in ourselves, we don't belong in that room. Not yet. We haven't done enough to belong no. in that room. No, 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 no. Not we, yet. We belong in that room. Not yet. We belong in the room. It's a very different thing to say. Do we have respect of the room? We belong. Ooh, we belong oh, in every bro, fucking room, brother. Bro, no, you killed it. We belong no, in you're every so fucking right. room, you're brother. You're so right. You're so right. You're so right. Do we have the respect? Nah, no, nah, no, nah, hell no. It will come with time. It, with time. Damn. Stiff cup society. Why? Why stiff cup society? Wait for it. What am I? At? That's three number four, and this is just going barbaric and savage. Oh, I love it. I love it. Where you going, Genghis Khan? Oh. <laughs> Shout out the Mongolian Empire. I love it. Shout out the Mongolian Empire. And you, and you can see it. that the vibe I'm getting at here, Fucking right? conqueror. Conqueror. Think about Mongolia today. God. Nobody talks Mongolia. But back then, these were the rugged motherfuckers. What's your fifth? What's your last? What's, this was the hardest thing. So last I, person you're inviting, bro. I debated between two men. I don't even know who I want. I still don't know who I want to choose. I actually told myself I'm going to make a judgment call. Malcolm X. Yeah. I want to be at your party. <laughs> <laughs> but one question before we get to ooh, our next one, though. Okay, okay. What, this is Molly's question, not audience. What, what bottle are you passing around at the at the mansion? Some high end cognac. Oh, I like it. Yeah. For me, it's forty two. You could you expect anything less though? I remember back in the day. You were like, you, I remember you tried to flex on the more expensive <laughs> bottles. So I was like, man, you know, should have fuck up, man. Just hey, give me something that, that's, give me my, something Vegas, that that's me. my Vegas bros. Yeah. For, 42 is, ooh, 42 is an amazing bottle. And right hey, there. at 19, we started saving 42. Uh, that's some real ass uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like, I like that. I like that. And that 42 is some amazing liquor. Yeah. It just, for me, the cognac just happens to hit a little different, but the next best bet is tequila for me. I, I, I like it. Anyways, hmm. let's transition to this next question. Let's get it. What is your favorite album or mixtape of all time? That's Only tough. one? Give an album and a mixtape if you want. If you if you do that, I'll do the same. I have to think about it, but I'll do the same. <sighs> Bro, before I even give my answer, I just got to shout out 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. That, that was probably hey, going to be mine. That album is going to do wonders for you, bro. So, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. Get Rich or Die Trying was my answer. Hmm. I'm going to give a different one, and I'm going to think about it now. Keep going. But in terms of mixtape, so far gone. Yeah. Love it. Album, take care. And I was with you and Suge 
when in that album car, came out, bro. In my car, always Diamante. bobbing around. The Mitsubishi Diamante. They stopped making that after 04. Is it Diamante or Diamante? I don't even fucking I know. I call it Diamante. All I know is I wrote co-pilot in that motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Ever since high school. Do you not remember? Like There was I legit arguments. <laughs> I, was, I was the first one who got the license out of the team, right? Y'all motherfuckers was always fine. Like, who got shotgun? Who the co-pilot? <laughs> like, to me, like... I was like, yeah, 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 you know, like whatever. I was a shit, driver, bro. but like y'all would straight up put hands. I swear to God, I could have sworn motherfuckers got knocked out trying to get the first Everyone seat. Everyone looked at us, bro, when we were pulling into high school, though. Yeah, let me talk to yours, though. Huh. So far gone and take care have got to be really, really high up there for me. And I know my favorite slaps off each album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The calm. Exactly. That's what too, I thought. Too too relatable in the sense that, like I've had arguments with my mom. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've it's had gotta be situations where like I've had to dip out the house. What about on take care? The thing about take care, bro, is as a project, it was amazing. I could tell you my favorite song on nothing was the same. I cannot tell you my favorite song on take care. Mine's countless. Does that make sense? Sure. Take care. You have to listen top to bottom. Yeah. I feel the same. My nothing was the same. But nothing was the same as like okay. I could point out like oh, too much is my favorite song. Wu Tang Forever is my favorite it. song. Well, they're not only one of them is. Anyone <laughs> just get to me? Can I answer the question? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna keep it within the family. Favorite album Carter Two, Louisiana. Favorite mixtape Drought Three. I would expect nothing less from you, brother. Yeah, I know. Um, Carter Two and Drought Three. That that album and that mixtape was just something different. That era of music. Well, the early 2000s was the best era of music, in my opinion. But that mid-2000, or that mid, like, Fucking you know, beautiful. Lil Wayne was taking over the industry. And I know we mentioned him on the last episode, but it's just, he had a different vibe to him. And he couldn't he couldn't keep it up. It's just because he, he, he did too much. He released too much music. You know what? Let, let, let's stick to the topic. What are your top three nostalgic songs, motherfucker? <sighs> Oh, I'm taking it way, way, way back. Okay. The fabulous into me a song. Into you. Into you. That's a that's a that, that that's oh, that's classic. Oh, I wish that was on my list. That's one. You got two more. Two. Mario, let me love you. No, I'm deleting that. Oh, Cry yeah. now for me. Like what you done? Uh, she say nothing. <laughs> say what's up? She say not much. Oh fuck. Oh, keep going. Um. What's number three? Number three, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to switch it up. Patient, I'm patiently waiting. Fifty. I don't have to switch it up. Fifty. I got my feels on. Fifty, fifty, fifty. I got my feels on with the first two. I'm solid off that. I'm not mad at any of those. Those are my. Those are my top three. So for me, no particular order except the first one is gonna be my number one. Hmm. The next two, no order. Lil Wayne. It's a common theme. Hmm. Something you forgot. Oh fuck! I haven't heard a better song than that to this day. Is this the one where he's like, "Pain"? Oh my god! Since I've lost you, I'm lost too. We have to plug at that at the bottom like a horseshoe. God knows that I do anything for, for a part two, part two or two. two. Since I've lost you, I'm lost too. The like he at the bottom like a horseshoe. Sorry for the trouble that I put you in your heart too. God knows that I do anything for a part two. Another one was 21 questions, 50 cent. It's kind of classic. It's kind of relevant considering that we're answering questions right now. <laughs> it really is. Right? I want to steal fabulous from you. 
Uh, what is my third one? It's funny. We both struggle on the third song. I really don't know what my third song is. Whatever I'm going to come up with, I might want to change my mind 10 seconds later. Lil Flip Sunshine. You could be my sunshine. I could call <laughs> you my baby girl. They don't make music like that no more. It's just funny, man. A lot, All the important women in my life say I have no vocals. That was such an underrated song. Which is a perfect fucking segue into the next question. What's the next question? Who is an underrated artist that you think deserves more love? So let me rephrase that question. Who is the most underrated artist that I know should get more love? Mm. Shout out Ray Nava, San Jose, California. Baby, this ain't no facade. Believe it or not, what you want me to be. I've been this way from the start. Finally, now they starting to see. I'm the head nigga in charge, but it has still got control over me. She tried to tear me apart. Who would have thought it was all made believe? Time after time, I've been fooled. Tell me the truth, but I can't decide. I keep on falling for you. Hell yeah. Nobody's touching him. Nobody. Nope. I do have an artist that's like, I think this guy is definitely getting more love now sure. than he did before. But I've yeah. been rocking with him since like 2015, 2016. I love, I love I've no idea who you're going to say. Brent Fiaz. You put me on Brent Fiaz, actually. I fucking love uh, Fiaz, You bro. put me on Fiaz. I'm a, senti, I'm a senti boy, bro. Like, I fucking, I fuck with that music. I fuck with that vibe. I fuck with R&B. Like, that's, that's my alley. That's the shit that I fuck with. Um, Fiaz, in terms of like a male artist. Uh, Snow Allegra. Yeah, Brent Fiaz. I love it. Snow Allegra. I love it. No, but something I wanted to say was going back to Ray Nava, right? And I'm going to think of another artist that I don't know personally. But like when you personally know someone who is just incredibly it's a beautiful, talented, feeling, it's just, bro. it's such an amazing feeling. Beautiful. Because like you feel biased, like rooting for this motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. No, 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 no. You feel biased. But then you're like, no, 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 no. Embrace no. it. No, no, this guy is something else. Hell yeah. Right? Indonesia, Germany, listen, listen to Ray Nava, please, please. But 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 I just came up with my with my artist. O3 Guido. Oh. Shout out O3. Okay. Uh Grape Street Free O3. I have not heard this artist. Wow. This is more street shit. So I've definitely played played them before, but it probably just you probably just like vibe to it and yeah. that's what it was. Um more street though. More street, right. but music, which goes up our alley. Our music taste is very similar, but different in the right ways. What's the next question, brother? Give me your top five movies and TV shows. So am I going movies and then TV shows? What am I doing? If you could, if you can come off the top and give me five movies and TV I, shows, I, I, I can do it quick. I can do it quick. I'm not gonna give you ten shit. I could, I could do, I could do five movies quick. Movies, okay, yeah. All right, number one, Interstellar. Christopher Nolan is by far my favorite movie director same, of all time. Same, same. Number two, The Dark Knight. Number three, The Matrix. Okay. Number four, The Lion King. I love that. Number five, it's going to sound weird because I'm putting it last, but it could fall in any sequential order. The Dark Knight Rises. It was a perfect ending to a perfect trilogy. Is it We're Nolan heavy? No, the thing is, there's multiple. I could throw Fight Club in there. There's multiple movies on your list that are on my list. Let me delete one. 
Number one, Interstellar. Number two, The Dark Knight. Number three, The Matrix. You're taking Dark Knight Rises out. Number four, The Lion King. Number five, Fight Club. Dark Knight is my favorite movie of all time. Beautiful. I mean, we both love Christopher Nolan, right? Oh, We've God. had these conversations before. Oh, my before. God, bro. Uh, I would love to meet that motherfucker, bro. He's built different. But I think I, I think we vibe, though. So the rest of my movies are in no particular order, but I got to give you four, right? Yeah. Gladiator. Russell Crowe killed that Ooh, shit. Killed it. Scarface. I love Al Pacino in that love movie. It. I'm not going to go the Godfather route. None of that, although those are up there. So as far as four and five, I mean, I have to go Denzel and Leo, hmm. right? Training Day is all over, my top five. Over Inside Man? It's tough. Over Man on Fire? Very tough. Listen, they're all interchangeable. Yeah, that's the they're thing, all interchangeable. Bro. Denzel's favorite actor of all time. Yeah, but they're all interchangeable. Yeah. But to me, I could put Glory in there. Ooh, but that's a left. That's that's something that not a lot of people would expect. I watched that movie in fucking like elementary, middle, yeah. probably middle school. I watched that movie in middle school. I don't know. I didn't not. understand it at the yeah. time. I was like, oh, it's a war movie. This that. I watched when I was older. I was like, damn, it's a fucking gangster movie. It's Sing when he got the fucking single blade. Oh my god. <laughs> He's shaving his head. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> By the way, I thought like that was one of the few seasons where I'm like, man, I might shave my head. <laughs> <clears throat> but listen, huh. so train day is at number four. And these are no particular order after Dark Knight, right? Yeah. Oh, what's gonna be number five? It has to be a DiCaprio movie. It just has to be. I could think of so many to put. Maybe Titanic. Maybe Departed. What's your gut? Shutter Island. I like this question. Hmm. It's, it's pretty straightforward answer in my head. But what is your ideal Friday night? Are we talking with the homies or are we talking with... Answer however you want. Like date night. Give us both. So Friday night for me, I'm perfectly happy kicking it with the fam. Yep. And then after the fam goes to sleep, putting in work. Okay. Four or five years ago, though, bro, like you might catch me out in a loft night, turning up with my the, viewers, bro. Like that. those downtown nights, yeah, are always gonna be remembered. Yeah, like those are some fucking LGBG nights. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Like I love that shit. I used to love, but I'm at a point in my life where like I feel like I've somewhat outgrown that shit. Yep. Maybe I'll come back around to it. I don't fucking know. Right now, I'm not about that. I think that's not the vibe you're on. In terms of like a romantic Friday night, okay. nothing would make me happier than like, like, a, like a walk in the park. Beautiful. The company matters. I couldn't have said it better myself. Feel me? What is your ideal Friday night? I'm so down to just, for lack of a better term, just Netflix and chill. Mm. like straight up especially if i'm with like a girl and another woman or whatever like let's just and not even the social media type netflix and chill i mean like let's literally just hang out on the couch pour up a glass of wine sometimes y'all really want to pay attention to what's on the television but the majority of the time y'all paying attention to each other and really just vibing out yeah you know what i'm saying like let me have a conversation let me stimulate your brain and you stimulate my brain Right? Mm -hmm. That's one way of looking at it. And I love that. Another one is just like, give me a few of my close homies, family, brothers, sisters, whatever it is. It could be three, five, seven, nine. I don't care the number. Small number though. Let's hang out in the living room. It doesn't matter what we're doing. I don't give a fuck yeah. what we're doing. 
but there's nothing better than that. Like you can send me to the bars, you can send me to the club. Yeah, that shit is fun, but that shit gets old yeah. really, really, really fast. Plus, you can't even hear the fuck what like you're not having conversations hey! with people. <laughs> How was your day? <laughs> For real. It's just yeah. nothing but like music in the background, loud shit, and alcohol. Yeah, which is it's fun a messy sometimes, combo, but it's a very messy combination. Yeah. What's a relationship deal breaker for you? They want to get to know us, bro. They want to get to know you. Someone who's unmotivated with no passion or drive. Ooh. And honestly, I I cannot see you with someone like that. Exactly. And something you mentioned earlier, someone who is not open-minded. Because I'm tough to deal with. Yeah, you is. And if you're closed-minded, we're never going to work out. And you need someone to call you on your shit. 110%. 110%. That person cannot be like, she needs to be an alpha in her, yeah. in her own lane. Yeah. No, no, no. I, you I, don't I, respect people, bro, that don't call you on your shit. We'll, we'll, we will never work out if you don't call me out. Yeah. Yeah. You need people to call yeah. you on your shit. Because I need you to call me out when I'm wrong because I'm not always going to be right. You know what I'm saying? I see that. I see yeah. that. I, I know exactly what you're saying, bro. If not, then it's just, it would never work. It's not going to add up. It would never work. I would... You could spend all day in that math class and ain't going out up. Exactly. <laughs> straight up, bro. No, straight up. Same question to you, bro. Same question to you. A relationship deal breaker for me is lack of direction, lack of passion, and lack of curiosity. Like, I'm not with that shit. If anything, bro, I want you to, like, fucking inspire me. I, I don't enjoy being the source of inspiration for others. And a lot of people can relate to that. Like, yeah. have you been in a relationship where like you have to manufacture energy so that the other person stays up, upbeat? Going off that, yeah. what is something about women uh-huh. that confuses you most? I think there's a lot that confuses me about women, honestly. Huh. Something that stands out to me is how women can just completely shut off their emotions Hmm. and check out on you. Hmm. Is that a coping mechanism? And it could be, but it's just something that I don't know if I'll ever completely understand. Like I can try to understand it, but I don't think I can. Hmm. I think something that happens is like men, it takes time for us to really fall for a woman. But when we do, we fall hard, right? We've talked about this. Yeah. Women, they're always, there's a stigma that, oh, women are so emotional, this, that, like, sure, but mm, sore men. Sore yeah. men. We are too. Our exterior is harder to drop. When, but it, when drops, it drops, yeah. we fall hard. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> oh, you made this a joke. Let's go. No, I didn't make it. I'm just chuckling at the shit that like I've gone through, bro. Yeah. I think women want a guy who's ambitious, who wants to do shit with his life. Yeah. But they're not actually about it. So the hypocrisy confuses me about them. Because if they were actually with a guy that was 100% ambitious, that really was about his shit, they could not handle it. Very few 
They've run away from yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to say like they cannot handle it because that's not right. That's not doing them justice. But very few could handle it. It's easier. You're not going to get that attention. You're not going to get that fucking, um, you're not going to get serviced properly. Interpret that however you want to interpret it. Yeah. I think as men, we're hypocritical, but for the most part, I'm a hypocrite at times. For the most part, like we are pretty fucking like with each other. We're pretty straightforward at I'm the same pretty time. Pretty fucking real, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like the thing that confuses me is like when you say like, "Oh, I want this. I want a guy that's about his shit that wants a better life." But then when you get that guy, you ain't down to hold it down. They run away from it. Yeah. It's too much for you to handle. Like they, they say they want X, Y, and Z. They it's too get much. They, 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 they don't only get X, Y, and Z. They also get A, B, and C. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not ready. You said it perfectly, bro. What do you value most in a relationship? Companionship. Mm. The fact that through thick and thin, you have your partner, and I think you only get that through genuine love. And you'll only understand if you've really felt that. I know you have. I mean, shit, I felt it. A woman who's going to ride for me is a woman that I'm going to die for. Ooh, that's deep. What do I value in a relationship? Um, Growth. Oof. Uh, Number two. It's easy, before you finish, it's easy to get stagnant and complacent and stop growing. And I think that's yeah. actually, that leads to a lot of relationships ending, unfortunately. And you yeah. can't always control it. Um, number two is chemistry. Yep. And chemistry is an umbrella for physical, mental, and spiritual. I don't know, bro. I think like one of the most beautiful things in the world, bro, is like when you have like fucking like legit like inside jokes and shit like yeah. with your girl, bro. Like yeah. I don't know why, like like I'm a funny dude, at least in my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're funny, bro. And like when I got that type of chemistry with a girl, like that shit's I don't know, that shit's dope, bro. Like and when you can build on that, I fuck with that, bro. That those inside jokes, that chemistry is something that's always gonna be between you two. Nobody's ever gonna be able to come between that, regardless if the relationship is still going or yeah. not. That's always gonna stick with the two of you forever. And you'll be able to reflect back on it with a smile. Yep. You feel me? Yep. 100%. Feeding into that, though, most meaningful gift you've ever received? Most meaningful gift I've ever received. So there was a woman in my life. Um, this is actually on my birthday. Went, went to a location at a nice beach. And we were looking at different hotels to stay at. She said, hey, everything on this trip is on me. It's your birthday. We're celebrating you. I said, oh, that's love. Oh, damn. That's dope. No, that's love. I said, yeah. damn, like, I appreciate memories more than anything else, yeah. right? I appreciate gestures more than anything else. Yeah. Like, if you add up that trip, it's probably more than whatever the fuck you could think of. But it wasn't even about the money, right? And then she comes across a dope-ass hotel. She's like, oh, I really want to go here. I look at that shit. I'm like, yo, that place would be dope. I was like, look. We're not ballers. We're not making a ton of money. I said, fuck that. Yeah. All, all, that, all that matters is me and you. She she was like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? We don't need to go there. And I was like, exactly. So we agree on a, on a solid place, but it's, it's affordable. Hmm. So we're driving. It's a few-hour drive, right? We're going to this place. Where'd y'all go? Uh, we, Pismo Beach. And then 
she's like directing me, telling me where to go and shit. Hmm. And then we get to the spot and then I'm like, oh, this looks a little different, right? And then she's like, and then she's like, oh, this, this is it. This is it. And like, I hadn't really like seen the place that nicely. I was just like going uh-huh. with the flow. Like, hey, you lead the way type shit. You know, like you're treating me. Fuck it. You yeah, lead the way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get to the place and it's the original place that seemed too expensive in the beginning. Exactly. Bro. Oh, like, fuck, bro, this bro. place had a balcony with the ocean view, had a fucking hot tub jacuzzi in the balcony, bro. Best, best shit ever. And I, and I looked at that girl and I was like, like, you really treated me well. You really thought this, like, you surprised me. I was like, damn, maybe I like surprises. Fuck. I don't know. And that was such a good time in my life. Uh, and she was a cool, like, yeah, she was. Shout out to her. That was that was an amazing gesture and something I probably will never forget. So for me, she created like a comic book. Oh. Basically about like all that like these that like, was so dope. Inside characters that uh, me and her would always joke about. If you looked at it, bro, like 30 pages of drawing comics mm-hmm. that took effort like that means that she took like at least two weeks like drawing that shit you feel me i'll always have love for that shit you know that was meaningful to me and no, i still no. got it is in either my fourth or fifth drawer in my desk i don't really <laughs> no, no. honestly that's dope man like that's putting legitimate effort into pleasing you to close it out what is the single best advice that you have ever received or heard. If you want something, you go out and go get it. You don't let anybody stop you. Oh, I thought of that. You don't let not forget anybody. You don't let anything stop you. Hmm. No matter what, your biggest blocker is always going to be yourself. Don't allow. Don't allow yourself to bl- to be your blocker. It's not something we think about. What about you, man? What like what? What is some of the best advice you've received? Um. On the road to success, there will always be casualties. <sighs> Fuck. But last question. What's something you believe in that most people do not believe in? You don't truly hit your full potential mm. until you've hit rock bottom. Regardless of what it is, right? Whether you're homeless, jobless, you're going you're going through something with your family, you're going through your first heartbreak, whatever it is, the real you will not reveal itself until you've hit rock bottom. I love that. And I think people don't really realize that. What is something that you believe in that most people do not believe in? Yep. Conclusions kill curiosity. Explain, please. The more you know about something, bro, and the more conclusions that you arrive upon, the less curious you get about that subject. Ooh, I like that. And the moment that you lose curiosity, you inherently lose passion. And you inherently lose the potential for success. In my mind, success has always been the perfect combination of three things. Curiosity, passion, and luck. Very few people are main characters. 
everybody wants to be the main character and they believe that they are. And usually the main characters only get respect after they're gone. <laughs> How dope would it be, bro, if someone from like Antarctica listened to words? <laughs> Antarctica, check us out. There's like a fucking. I swear to God, I'm gonna have a polar bear. Hey, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a polar bear going on y'all if y'all check us out. Shit. The crazy. You know what's gonna be the hardest part of this episode? Editing, cutting shit out. Yeah. yeah. This went for days, bro. Do you have any more left in your cup? No. Alright. I took everything. Hey, honestly, yeah. you shouldn't drink anymore. It's five a.m. Alright. But no, no. We let's. We have a minute and a half. We gotta do a closing segment. Like we gotta just end it. Like clap and say that's yeah, a wrap. Sign out. Sign out. That's the fucking word. I couldn't remember what the fucking word. And I don't know what you did to my phone. You yeah. tried to keep it on longer. You turn it off after like ten seconds. Oh, <laughs> you did the opposite. <laughs> like watch this, all right? Watch, 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 watch. Oh. Ten, nine. No, 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 fuck that. <laughs> oh, we don't have time. I really hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. You know, Molly and I. We give you a glimpse into our lives, right? We, you asked, we answered. I hope, I hope y'all vibe out with this. You know, this is episode three. Signing out. We signing out.